Welcome back to Preps Today with John Millay. We will be doing a Prep Bowl preview today. We will also talk about tackle cancer. Uh, just a, a great thing that, uh, well, I'll let John explain it later. We'll get into some other state tournaments. We'll do some of our set pieces. Thanks for listening to the show. We do appreciate it. John, what's up with you these days? Jim, it's good to talk to you after uh, we took a week off for Thanksgiving. How was yeah. Thanksgiving for you? Uh, well, my wife got COVID on Thanksgiving morning, so we uh, didn't do much. Uh, you know, That'll slow you down. Yeah, and it hit her hard too. I, when I got COVID, it you know it didn't really get me that bad. She's fully boosted and everything else, but for some reason, it really hit her hard. Uh, so she's just kind of getting over it now. So we we had a very quiet weekend for that reason. How about Good. you? Yeah, right before Thanksgiving, I've been fighting this cold for I don't know three weeks now, and I did I did test negative before all of our kids and grandkids came for Thanksgiving, but still still coughing, still you know no COVID, but just one of these colds, and yeah, I'm fine. We had a one-year-old and a three-year-old in our house Thanksgiving week. That that disrupts wow. grandpa and grandma's routine. Holy, as great as it was, we were exhausted. We were very sad to take take them back to the airport, get them back to California. But it was exhausting in the finest way possible. That's how I would describe Thanksgiving at our house. Well, that sounds actually good. It sounds better than yeah. ours. Although we're fine. We're we're nothing. Complain about everybody's getting sick these days. Just the way it is. Um, That's right. I know. I know things haven't slowed down for you because we do have the prep boulder preview now. Uh, and you know, yeah. you're you're the best at this. I'm just going to let you take it. Yeah, we are going to play high school football in December for the first time ever, unless somebody can show me proof that it's happened before. You know, we these games were moved back a week from the traditional Friday Saturday after Thanksgiving. We talked about this before. The Vikings had that epic game on Thanksgiving night against New England, and that basically eliminated any prep bowl games on Saturday um, or on Friday so that we could have gone Saturday, Monday after Thanksgiving. That didn't appeal to anybody. The, the U.S. Bank Stadium was available this coming weekend, December 2nd and 3rd. So we're going to wrap up the football season with seven prep bowl games. I'm going to go through the, the schedule here Friday. December 2nd, we're going to start at 10 a.m. in Class 1A. Springfield and Miniota, they're both 11-2. and two. Uh, Really good teams. I, I saw them both play in the semifinals. Uh, I've been to games in Miniota and Springfield in the past. Good people in both towns. I, I think just, just with prep bowl experience, you might have to tilt this one towards Miniota, but we'll see. Uh, the second game Friday, 1 o'clock, Class 2A. This is a, this is a big one. Two 12-0 teams. Barnesville versus Chatfield. Barnesville, well, both have been to both have been to the stadium. They've both played in the stadium before this year recently. Um, Chatfield have, has Sam Bax, this quarterback who's tremendous. Uh, is is if I think if he needs a little over 300 yards to break the all-time career rushing record in Minnesota high school football, uh, it'd be astounding to see him do that against a, a team like Barnesville. But this one to me is a toss-up. I don't know who you go with. Both uh, play good schedules and uh, have had great years. And then at four o'clock, the third game Friday, Class 4A, Simley versus Hutchinson, two 11 and one teams. We know everybody knows about Hutchinson football. They do what they do. They run the ball, basic football, big, strong. They don't try to fool you much. They're, they're just really good at football. And Simley's had a breakout year here, a couple of years. Uh, again, with prep bowl experience, you know, particularly not just the players, but the coaches too. Hutch probably gets the edge here, but but Simley is really, really a fun team. And then the big 6A game Friday night, 7 p.m. start. 
Uh, two undefeated teams, the Maple Grove and Rosemount. They, they've been uh, just rolling all year. Uh, won uh, big games in the semifinals a couple weeks ago. The, to me, that's a toss-up. I don't know. I don't know who you go with. That's that's going to be fun. They're both going to bring big crowds. It'll be a big Friday night uh, U.S. Bank Stadium for that game. And then we'll come back Saturday with three games: 10 a.m. the nine-man game. Mountain Iron Buell is 12 and 0. They're going to take on Spring Grove, which is 13 and 0. Uh, nine-man football is a gas to watch. Uh, really fun teams. Uh, the thing about Mount, Mountain Iron Buell that, that maybe I don't know how much of an impact it'll have on this game. They probably have the finest small school football facility in the state. A few years ago, they did. Uh, they basically built a brand new school, K through 12, and this really cool, cool stadium. Uh, artificial turf, of course. Great seating, a big press box. It's really something. I've been there. I've been to football in Spring Grove, uh, two towns that are a long ways apart from the Iron Range down to the Iowa border. Um, I don't. I, I don't have a pick on this one, Jim. I don't know this one. To me, I think is is anybody's ball game. Uh, the second game Saturday, one o'clock, Class Three A, Dilworth, Glendon, Felton is twelve and zero. They're going to take on New London Spicer, 10-2. and two. Uh, New London Spicer's really got it rolling now, but uh, I, I'm going to give a slight edge to DGF. They looked really, really good last week in the semifinals. A lot of athletes on that team, well-coached, just, just like New London Spicer. But you look at 12-0, and 0, uh, and they play a good schedule. New London Spicer plays a killer schedule, 10-2. and two. I give a slight edge to DGF. And then in 5A, Two 12-0 teams, 4 o'clock Saturday, Elk River, Mankato West. These two teams have been here many, many times. Nothing's going to surprise these coaching staffs. They're going to have their kids ready. Uh, Elk River runs that that uh, power T formation with sleight of hand. It's hard to know who has the ball. Uh, Mankato West is a very strong running game. They'll throw it around some. Uh, again, a toss-up for me. And if, if you want to go, you buy your tickets online, go to the mshsl.org. You can find ticket information there. Um, and if you want to watch on TV or streaming, all the games will be televised by KSTC Channel 45. Uh, they do a great job. It's it's a very professional group. They're gonna they're gonna be fantastic, and streaming is on Prep Forty Five. Just just Google Prep Forty Five. So forty Channel Forty Five has the TV and the streaming. Really looking forward to it, Jim. You should come down and hang out. It's gonna be a great couple of days of football. I might just do that. It, it, it's such a such a catch for me in my role at the Star Tribune. I, I ended up. You know, doing so much uh, Vikings football, it eats up. You know, my, so my Sunday oh, and Monday yeah. columns during the season are almost all Vikings, it, it, and it, so it kind of cuts into my ability to do things like prep bowls. Uh, I know the Star Tribune is going to cover the heck out of it. I know you're going to cover the heck out of it. I don't know yet if I'm going to be involved or not, but uh, but may I'll just come hang. There you go. There you go. Let's talk about those Vikings for a second. Is yeah. this is this the is this a dream season? Do we know yet what where we stand? That you know that that game with the Patriots was unbelievable and uh, they are rolling. I mean, they got the jets are coming in. They're kind of hot, but what's your assessment of the Vikings? They are good. They actually like each other after quite a number of years where they're all pretty divisive. Uh, you know, by the end there, Zimmer hated cousins, cousins hated Zimmer. Neither of them really like Spielman. Spielman was sick of both of them. That just, that, <laughs> that wears on an organization. Everybody in the organization knew it. It just, things got really stale very quickly. Um, uh, and so they are good. They are good in a year where there aren't that many teams that are actually that good. 
They have been incredibly lucky uh, in terms of timing when they've played teams, uh, who's been out when they've played other teams, how the last minutes of games have gone. So they're, they're good enough to be called lucky. They're lucky enough to be called good. I'm still not sure exactly how good they are. Uh, but so I, I really don't, I, I think the Jets are a real challenge. I'm not sure we're going to have a great feel for just how good this team is until we see what they do against a good team in the playoffs. I mean, the, the best thing about it is, I mean, you know, people, people obsess about championships, which I think is, if that's the way you want to go, you know, any fan can be a fan any way they want. I think, I think sports should be considered entertainment. And to me, the good thing is they've been entertaining week in and week out. You know, even oh, the Cowboys lost. It was it was interesting. You know, I, I'm in the interesting business, so I will take everything that's happened this year. And and it's also a pretty likable group to be in around, be around, which is a, a nice bonus. That makes a difference. Yeah, it's it's highly entertaining. You, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. Like, you know, that that yeah. Cowboys game kind of threw a rock into the lake, and then then they come back with that New England game and pull that out. And yeah, it's it's hugely entertaining. There's no doubt. There's nothing like it. No, exactly. Uh, and before we get back to prep talk, I do want to thank our sponsors to make this show pro- uh, possible. Uh, Minnesota Propane, you might want to go to discoverpropanemn.com. They have some incentives. They have some explanations on you know, how they're making propane in a very environmentally friendly way. Sometimes it can, involves canola oil. I mean, this is a, a great way to get your heat to do your grilling. I use propane when I grill. So check out uh, Minnesota Propane Association at discoverpropanemn.com. Thanks to our longtime sponsor, Pizza Barn in Princeton. John will tell you more about Jody Stay's operation here in a little bit. Thanks to our producer, Brianne Burdett. You can go to talknorth.com to find all of our shows sports outdoor variety we have dave lee mike grimm john krasinski cheryl reeve michael russo anthony lapanta john malay jeff diamond uh roy smalley lavelle neal i mean we just have a great lineup go check it out when you find a show you like we recommend subscribing to your favorite podcast app it is free it is easy it's the easiest way to listen and now let's get on to uh any more prep bowl talk you want to go move on to no, tackle cancer I, now. I think i think we've set the table for the prep bowl jim yeah let's move on to tackle cancer um i i had this story kind of in my back pocket for a while here and you know with the end of the football season coming and this is the 10th year since tackle cancer started i i I wrote a couple thousand words about it on John's journal at mshsl.org, posted it this week. It just seemed like the right time to do it. And for people who don't know, Tackle Cancer, is a, it's basically a fundraising effort uh, spearheaded by the Minnesota Football Coaches Association. This is its 10th year, and it's amazing. The, it, the total amount of money raised in that time, they're right around $3 million. And this is basically passing the hat at football games, selling t-shirts, having auctions, a lot of different things. Every community does their own thing. But I wanted to know how did this start? So I called Randy Shaver, you know, he's the he's the guy behind a lot of great cancer fundraising efforts, golf tournaments, galas. It started with Randy Shaver from Carol 11 TV and Dave Nelson, the now retired football coach who was at Blaine and then Minnetonka. Both of those gentlemen are cancer survivors. It's really interesting how it started. Uh, 11 years ago, Dave Nelson was was being treated for prostate cancer, and Randy knew this and invited Dave to, to one of the uh, events for the Randy Shaver uh, Fund. 
And uh, Dave came out of that. He and his wife, Maureen, were there, very impressed with what they saw, the commitment people had. And Dave wondered if there's something he could do or his football team could do. And and that, that next summer, they did a kind of a minor construction project, working at a construction site, removing rock, got paid a you know a couple thousand dollars gave it to Randy's fund and and then Dave took it basically to the football coaches association and said hey I think this might be something a lot of schools and communities could do have the football team spearhead this and and here we are now you know they raised five five thousand dollars in 2012 and now 10 years later it's hundreds of thousands of dollars every year and like i said you know three million dollars over this decade and it's really an interesting story i went into the story goes into pretty good detail on, on just the how this started you know randy's wife roseanne came up with the name tackle cancer uh, I talked to a lot of coaches at the state football semifinals who do tackle cancer things. And it's such a personal thing because we all know people who've been affected by cancer. Um, I was talking to Dwight Lundeen, the, 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 53 year coach at Becker. And, and I knew, I knew his wife, Pam was a breast cancer survivor, but he was telling me one of his sisters has been treated for cancer. His brother, Dave is being treated for cancer right now. So everybody's got these personal stories. Coaches told me about people in their, in their schools and their communities that they think about whenever they hear the words tackle cancer. So if you want to, if you want a good read about a great project, uh, Go to John's Journal at mshsl.org. You can see that. And then I, I tweeted out a link uh, as the football season is coming to an end. I tweeted out a link to my first football game this year when I spent some time with the nine-man team from Leroy Ostrander, last year's state champs. I uh, rode the bus with them to a game in Southland on a hot, humid night that ended up with lightning rolling in and the game being stop till the next day. But I tweeted a link to that story a day or two ago, or you can also just scroll back on John's journal to find it. I like to go back when we're at the end of a season, I like to go back to the beginning and, and kind of relive that. So uh, a lot of good things happen, but I, I hope people read that tackle cancer story. It's really fun to talk to everybody involved. And, uh, and, and they tell me that they don't know. I, and I certainly don't know of anything like that in the country, basically a high school focused, project to raise money for for a cause like uh beating cancer uh ron stolsky the the retired coach at brainerd who's the executive director of the football coaches association he told me he goes to the american football coaches association convention every year and he's talked to groups about this and and it sounded like he kind of he kind of gets a blank stares from football coaches in other states who apparently are so focused on their football team and their planning and everything else, yet they were amazed how would any other football coaches have time to devote to this fundraising thing that has nothing to do with what's happening on the field. So it's a rare thing. It's really, it's really rare. Another reason to be proud of, of what we do and what we have here in Minnesota. Yeah, and I'm not surprised that Randy and his uh, his lovely bride are at the center of it. They just do so much good work. You know, I, I you know Randy and I know each other like you probably you and Randy. It's like you hardly ever see each other, but you know each other from the old days. And you kind of, but I, I just I'm I'm so proud of everything he does. You know, he just used to be a uh, he used to be just another sports. What's the what's the word I can use on the show uh, that children might listen to? <laughs> a sports, just another sports geek like the rest of us. And and he's yeah. done such great things. 
No, he's an Iowan like me. Randy grew up in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. I worked yep. at the Cedar Rapids Gazette years ago, and and his son Ryan, who you and I both know, he's he's worked with his dad at Care Eleven for a while, and and now works for uh, Twin Cities Orthopedics and does great work there. And yeah, the Shaver family is pretty special, no doubt. And it's just proof: if you can escape Iowa, you can do great things. <laughs> well, as I say to people in Minnesota, I don't say this in Iowa. This is this is what I tell Minnesotans. I lived in Iowa until I was 25 years old, but nobody told me I was free to go. <laughs> you got to read the fine print, man. Got to read the fine print on your on your birth certificate. <laughs> no doubt. All right, we're going to get some other state tournaments, but first, John, tell us about Jody Stay and Pizza Barn. Yeah, it's the holiday season. People are shopping, and you know what? Uh, the Pizza Barn can help you out with that. If you have somebody on your list, kind of be might be a little tough to buy for. Maybe your boss, your neighbor, a teacher, a coworker, or, or that friend who has everything. Uh, pick up a Pizza Barn gift card. Um, they're easy. They'll. Uh, I if you called the Pizza Barn, they may just mail one to you. You give them a credit card number. I don't know that. I may be going out on a limb. I don't know if Jody Stay and her crew would do that, but I. It's worth a call if you're not. If you're not directly close to Princeton, and, and uh, well, there's a lot of traffic north and south on 169, even this time of year, be a great, great thing to pull into the Pizza Barn in downtown Princeton, load up on gift cards for, for everybody. That'd be awesome. And remember that the Pizza Barn in downtown Princeton has a great big menu with everything you'd want. It goes way beyond pizza for lunch, for dinner, in-person dining, take and bake. They deliver. They cater. And the breaking breaking food truck news, one of the two Pizza Barn food trucks is going to hibernate for the winter, but the other truck is going to continue to roll, serving that great pizza in lots of places. So, uh, as always, thanks to our, our great friend Jody Stay and all her folks at the Pizza Barn for being the sponsor of our podcast. We love them. We love what they do. And and go get, go get some uh, gift cards from the Pizza Barn. Up to two food trucks, I'm guessing by next year, they might even be growing that. It's a, such a cool thing they've done. Um, so, And once again, Minnesota Propane, get out there and grill. You can still grill. I still grill. And the great thing about Minnesota Propane, it's environmentally friendly. You're getting the benefits of cooking with gas and none of the negatives. Uh, so check it out, and we do appreciate their sponsorship. All right, let's get on to the other state tournaments. Yeah, quickly wrapping up uh, what what happened a couple weeks ago uh, in the girls swimming and diving state championships. Congratulations to the team champions, Edina in Class 2A, Visitation in Class A, and in the adapted soccer state tournament, congrats to Burnsville, Farmington, Lakeville for winning the CI championship and Dakota United on their PI state championship. And I was not able to attend either of those. They were held simultaneously with the state football semifinals. These are the times of year I need a couple of clones to get out there. Like, like one of me isn't too many already. But uh, congrats to those teams. No doubt about it. Uh, let's Should we move on to thanking a ref? Yeah, let's thank a ref. This is pretty cool, Jim. Uh, at the football state semifinals in one of the 2A games between Barnesville and Jackson County Central, we had a female official for the first time ever at that level at the state semifinals. She's a well-known official, MJ Wagonson. She's from Pine Island. I've known MJ for a long time. Uh, she's one of the busiest officials we have. Uh, she also works basketball games, boys and girls, volleyball, softball. And and this wasn't the first barrier she's broken. In 2016, MJ was the first female official to work at the Boys State Basketball Tournament. And she, in fact, was the second uh, 
female official in the state football tournament. Leah Berard of St. Paul worked a 6A state quarterfinal. I talked about Leah on the show before. She's the uh, female football official who was a world-traveling rugby official before transitioning to football. Uh, she does a good job. We have a we have a pretty good number of female football officials, and it's great to see one, you know, at that level. I don't think MJ has been working football too long. I want to say, I thought somebody told me maybe six years, and I'll tell you what, that's dedication. She's already getting an assignment at the state semifinals. They don't hand those out like candy. You earn those. You're, you're graded. You're ranked. And, uh, and she's just, she's not only is she a great official, MJ's a great person. And so thanks to all of our officials, it's going to be exciting at the prep bowl games. You know, these crews who work these, especially you get to us bank stadium for the semifinals or the prep bowl. I mean, that's the super bowl for these officials. They're so proud of the work they've done. They're so honored to be there. And it's, I try to, I try to greet them when I can, when they come off the field after a game, just give them a fist bump. And, and it's, it's just one of the coolest things about high school sports are all these great officials. No doubt. Uh, we couldn't do it without them and we, and the games wouldn't be as fun without a pep band. We want to thank a pep band today. Yeah, I'm going to thank not only a pep band, but an accordion player in a pep band. Yes. I've never seen this before at the state football semifinals. I'm watching Elk River uh, and uh, Mike uh, Mike Cunningham, their AD. I'm walking kind of on the sidelines with him, and we're up above us are, is the pep band. Mike points up there, hey, look, John, we've got an accordion player. And they do, a young man playing the accordion in the pep band at Elk River High School. I've ne- I've seen a lot of things. First time I've seen that. I hope he's back in the lineup on Saturday for the 5A state championship game. And I also, being a reporter, I, I made myself a note. If, if that accordion player is in the pep band, you know, at some basketball games or hockey games, this is where John's journal may swing into action. Let's, let's write about a accordion player in a high school pep band. Well, that may happen. Excellent. Uh, <laughs> the accordion, I, that's a tough instrument to play. And that is, it's like a combination of a piano and bagpipes. It's tough to play. And I'm so impressed, you know, as a, 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 <laughs> as a somewhat musician, I'm so impressed by people who can actually play stuff like that. I think I can name two accordion players. Weird Al Yankovic and, and Myron Florin. Does that ring a bell, Jim? Myron Florin. Where do I know that name? Lo- the Lawrence Welk Show. Long ago. Ah, yes. Myron Florin was the... Yes. was the superstar of the accordion on the Lawrence Welk show. There you go. That's my accordion knowledge. And now uh, our entire audience will have to go Google Lawrence Welk and figure <laughs> out what the heck we're talking about. And Brianna's is rolling her eyes. It's the way What's it works. New? <laughs> uh, let, let's get to our most valuable teammate. Yeah, we'll wrap up the show here with uh, this week's most valuable teammate award winner, Jolie Euchre, is a senior volleyball player at Maple Lake. She suffered a torn ACL in the first week of the season, but uh, Jolie remained every bit a part of the team. She didn't miss a practice, participated as much as possible to help her teammates through the season. Congratulations to Jolie Euchre of Maple Lake High School, the latest most valuable teammate award winner. Excellent. Um, So, I'll ask you one final question for a final thought today. Once again, thanks to Minnesota Propane and Pizza Barn in Princeton. Thanks again to Brianne Burdett. Check out talknorth.com. Lots of great stuff up the site right now. Always lots of great stuff there. Whether you like sports, outdoors, or Dave Lee's type of variety show, check it all out. Uh, So 
how crazy is your schedule this week? Or is it simple because you are going to just one place since downtown Minneapolis? Yeah, it's, it's pretty calm right now. I mean, I'm looking at, at winter sports schedules, um, just kind of setting the table for what's to come after the prep bowl. Nothing's locked in yet. Well, a couple things are, but yeah, it, it's pretty peaceful right now, Jim. It's still kind of the post Thanksgiving period. If, and it's weird for us having the prep bowl pushed back a week. You know, that really, we're not used to this. We're used to state semifinals. Let's have Thanksgiving the next day, get up, go to the stadium. So it's a different pace this year, um, which is fine. Just, and like I said, I've been sick. I'm still not great, but I'm, I'm enjoying this little bit of downtime. I've been prepping for these games and just getting ready to go looking at possible stories and yeah, it's 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 a great it's a great time of year. It is strange though. I'll tell you what, having two weeks, having kind of that Super Bowl gap between the the conference championship games and the Super Bowl, that's what this is. And talked to a lot of coaches and players after the semifinals, and, and they they kind of like this. They you know the bumps and bruises can heal up a bit. They can really get into that film and try to come up with the best possible plans of attack here, and uh, we'll see what happens this weekend. Excellent. Uh, good stuff from John. Thanks again to Brian. Thank you all for listening. Check out the rest of the website. There are other shows or just subscribe to this show and uh, keep hearing John week after week tell you about the best stories in Minnesota sports and activities. 